My name is Jack McLean, I'm the host, and the Get Better Plan is a concept I learned during my time at the Hawthorne Football Club. I work closely with the academy players and I've been implementing similar methods to our Prepare Like a Pro athletes. I want to share this concept with you, our podcast listener. So you might be thinking, how does the Get Better Plan work? Well, each month we review and reflect each athlete's development and work out what is the bottleneck of their physical development, i.e. what is the one thing that is really letting down them to play at their best potential week after week. From there, we pick one lifestyle focus, for example, getting to sleep by 10 p.m., five days a week, and a physical focus, for example, bringing max effort to the key lifts in their gym program. From there, each athlete join me live every week at 5 p.m. Sundays, and I present on a certain topic. The athletes journal their learnings and implementations and reflect each week on what worked and what did for their get better plan. These presentations are recorded for the athletes that missed the presentation, and I wanna share some of the content to you, our wider podcast community. If you're new to the podcast, every week I interview leaders in the AFL and high performance industries live on our YouTube channel. We drop an inspiring and educational podcast every Tuesday and Friday. And on Sundays, I host a live Instagram Q&A answering all questions that were sent to us by a direct message or email through to us. So if you're struggling with increasing your muscle mass, lowering your 2K time trial, or perhaps struggling with improving your 20 meter speed time, send through your questions to our Instagram or email us at jack at preparelikeapro.com. Let's get into today's episode. To my presentation, I am going to discuss why we need to develop our own job keeper. This is something that I've been particularly passionate about the last couple of years as my role was made redundant due to the COVID cuts. And I want to help share my experiences, my learnings with you so you can be better prepared for uh, maybe being in a particular similar situation to uh, myself two years ago. So we're going to dive straight into it. Get your notebook book out. I've got a few activities to write down to make sure that this uh, presentation is engaging. So make sure you've got a pen and a notebook and let's get straight into the first exercise. So we're going to start with what would you do tomorrow if you were fired today and really feel into it. So write down your monthly income if you lost your job. Do you have any side hustles or any other businesses that you can get some revenue with currently? Is there anything, any active revenue coming in outside of the job that you're employed with for those that are employed? But if you lost your part-time job, your casual work, if you're running a PT business, whatever it is that's your sole income, if that was gone tomorrow, what would you do? And then roughly speaking, write down an average outgoings for your month ahead. This is an important exercise just to feel into the experience for those that were um, have lost their job unexpectedly. Um, so you can help have empathy for those, but also so you can um, get a little bit of a shock without potentially going through that yourself. So if, if you were, if you are in a situation like myself where you have no money coming in, other you're fully reliant on your own business, uh, today I'm going to help present on how you can create your own semi-automated online business. A little bit of context about my journey. I started in the industry 11 years ago as a swim teacher. I was teaching kids how to swim. And then that was underneath the fitness first. And uh, I went to America and, and met a few personal trainers, came back and decided to do that uh, straight after high school. And I started at fitness first a couple of years, then went to uh, PT studios 
and um, ran my own business and learned how to create a boot camp with a Pilates instructor and definitely learned the art of uh, communication and how to run your own business. So the people side of things um, is definitely a strong suit of mine. And I, um, that's testament to my personal training experience early on in my career. I then um, met my partner, Monica, who's a yoga teacher, and we created a health food business called Activate, uh, where we made raw, organic, dehydrated snacks and sold them to local Melbourne stores around um, Bayside, but also all around Melbourne, uh, including the Surf Coast. And they were um, quite a hit in the health uh, industry, health and wellbeing industry, because they were raw, they were organic, biodynamic, and um, for those that had any digestive issues, it seemed to be a bit of a hit for those um, people going through some gut issues. So that really opened me up to the health industry, but also how to um, network and, and the importance of um, getting yourself out of your comfort zone and um, almost you know, trying to set up business networks and, and sales and those sort of things, which as a personal trainer, I didn't really do as much because the clients started to come more from a referral business where um, you need to be able to have more business skills to be able to run a health food business in a sense. So from there, I got into the CrossFit world um, and got right into training, um, was training a fair bit over, the, over um, the, that period of my life and really enjoyed learning how to Olympic weightlift at that time before. Before doing CrossFit, I mainly played team-based sports, so cricket and football, typical Melbourneian, and then um, absolutely loved the CrossFit experience, really pushing myself, challenging the, the uh, mental and physical side of training uh, and really focusing on performance, whether it be improving my ergo time or Olympic weightlifting, things that I'd never really done before as a footballer or, or a cricketer. Um, so really enjoyed that period of time. But as those that are aware of CrossFit, there come some injuries with it. And that's where I wanted to learn about load management and how to better look after your body. Uh, and that's where I started to do my Bachelor of Sports Science degree. Um, and that really opened up a new world for me. Of, and I started working with a local footy club that I worked with and um, stopped playing and decided to focus more on my coaching at this point in my career. We sold the health food business, Activates, that I mentioned earlier. And uh, ever, 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 from ever uh, starting that, football club, I knew that I had a passion for uh, high performance and helping team athletes um, be the best that they can be and prepare for success. Um, so that was something that I really enjoyed, both from um, building resilience and preventing injuries, but also improving their capacity to run and uh, be strong over the ball. And so that, through, those, through that football club, I was lucky enough to be introduced to um, a couple of football clubs and met some uh, strength and conditioning coaches. And it was um, there were, I realized that you had to get in, in somewhere. So, um, I left the local footy club that I was working with and started working with Boxville Hawks on a volunteer role. And from there, I was lucky enough to, um, work my way up Box Hill and, and interned at Hawthorne Football Club after three or so years. And as I finished my degree, there was an opportunity to take on a full-time role, which I jumped at. And, um, it was a dream, dream role at the time and absolutely loved it. Uh, but unfortunately, due to the COVID cuts, after a year and a half into that two-year contract, uh, that role was made redundant, uh, as many other industries were suffered by the COVID cuts, and I was completely not ready for, for that day. Um, I, my business, as I mentioned, was sold. I wasn't doing any personal training. I finally got my dream job of a two-year contract, and I poured all my energy into that. Um, and I was definitely in a vulnerable position with no savings. Um, with, my wife and I had a six-month-old 
and she was a yoga teacher, so her work was was compromised due to COVID cuts. So this is where this presentation and this journey has has shifted a fair bit for me, and I, I hope uh, that you guys get something out of this, um, and hopefully you can learn and prevent being in the situation that I was. So as I mentioned, at work, I, I was very lucky to work at Hawthorne Football Club. I learned heaps there, um, and I think in the in terms of the online game, this is definitely my unfair advantage getting. Um, in a competitive industry, I think you do need to have an unfair advantage and I'm lucky enough to work for Hawthorne Football Club. For some, that might be they've got strong marketing skills, they're really good with the camera, they're really good in front of the camera with their presenting skills. Um, it might be their knowledge of, of completing a PhD. Um, it might be fine, you know, they've got a good amount of savings and, uh, and they can spend um, extra money. But for me, it was the credibility and the networks that came out of the Hawthorne Football Club. And I got a lot of support from the club and um, definitely the creation of my business was um, hugely uh, thankful to the Hawthorne Football Club for building momentum and giving me the confidence to create my own thing. Um, and also the experiences, of course, uh, have helped me with the operations of the business being a coaching business. So being able to um, get good results for the athletes that I work with, which is developing footballers, which I'll talk about my niche a little bit later on. So from here, we, as we both lost our jobs, we moved down the coast. We're lucky enough to have a family shack down the surf coast. And we decided to move down there with things not looking so great with Melbourne, with the lockdowns. And we were lucky enough to roll the dice and it paid off because it did end up being a bit of a write-off 2020 for for those that were in Melbourne, Victoria, it ended up being a whole seven months and we made this move in March. So we were there till November um, and I was uh, very lucky to have the time with my wife and, and young son uh, to connect with them and also for the government with JobKeeper support because I was in a two-year contract. Uh, there was a little bit of work back and forth with VFL season still being alive, uh, but for the most part, um, the JobKeeper allowed us to be able to set up our future. And that's where the birth of Prepare Like a Pro um, began. Um, it will, I'll take you through the process and the learnings that I've had. I've made plenty of mistakes um, since starting Prepare Like a Pro over a year and a half ago, uh, but I feel like it's a successful business. It's something that I'm incredibly proud of and something that I enjoy doing every day. Uh, so let's get into it. I'm going to discuss the importance of brand purpose, why it's so important to own your niche and be really specific with what your niche want and to grow a community, the power of automation. So Prepare Like a Pro is a semi-automated business and I'll talk about what automation looks like and how we do that and why scalability is key in today's world of business. So the importance of discovering your brand purpose. Uh, during lockdown, I was lucky enough to, uh, well, firstly, Drew, the Hawthorne Connection, Ben Crow worked with our leaders at the club. So the all the um, people at the football club and I was lucky enough to have a few hallway conversations with him and recognize that he's a pretty special person and did his, his online master masterclass during lockdown um, and his three key questions during this presentation which was all on zoom and there was over 100 people all around the world uh, listening in was who am I what do I want and how do I get there and this really resonated with me because I was in a bit of a discovery phase in my life not knowing what I was going to do next um, I was so I had a very narrow mind on, on getting back into the AFL and elite sport. Um, but due to doing some research and some marking around, it was pretty clear that um, opportunities were pretty minimal across the board. And what had happened at other clubs was the same at Hawthorne, that either uh, one person was made redundant. Uh, so either the, the development person was bumped up 
because the senior person left or, or the same thing that happened to me at the club. So I knew I needed to move on and, and create my own financial security. JobKeeper obviously wasn't going to last forever uh, and I needed to um, support my family. So I needed to create some sort of revenue. So this was a great masterclass to be able to really work on my purpose. And I really recommend um, you to write down these three questions. And if you're interested in Ben Crow's work, definitely if he's got an upcoming masterclass, I couldn't recommend it anymore. I'm sure some of you would have heard of Simon Sinek's work. And this is another quote that resonated with me during the time while doing a bit of research. And it's people don't buy what you do. They buy what you, why you do it. And what you, what you do simply proves what you believe. So your purpose and your why is incredibly important. And I want you guys to write down, if you're listening into this presentation, to write down what do you believe in and why. And it doesn't need to come straight away. For some of you, that will happen within 30 seconds. You've already done this type of personal work and you're pretty clear on your vision and your purpose, and that's great. And for some of you, this, this might be something that needs, needs some time and needs some energy uh, and hopefully I can plant the seed and you can start thinking about that now and, and start working on it because it is incredibly important to get this right first. It's a fundamental. This visual can be a helpful go-to um, and it's working out essentially to work out what your purpose is because you've got to understand what you love, what you're good at, what you can be paid for and what the world needs. And then from there, writing down your passion. So, for example, for me, it's, it's helping um, I'm passionate about helping people with health and fitness. Profession is the strength and conditioning. I'm a strength and conditioning coach. My vocation, I'm very much a teacher. Like I mentioned, as a swim teacher at the start. So I very much love teaching and, 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 and are really big on whenever I learn something and I've tested on myself, um, I then will be pretty quick to, to teach others um, that are in that same mode in their life, uh, and particularly with my athletes. And then our mission here at Prepare Like a Pro is to connect athletes with elite standard physical preparation methods. So we work with, with athletes, um, predominantly footballers, that's our niche, and we connect them with coaches that have been experienced in the elite level and are currently still in the elite level or have been in the system so they, they know what's relevant. So as I mentioned, Prepare Like a Pro, our mission is to connect athletes to elite standard preparation methods. We are passionate about helping people enjoy the process and become high performers. So writing down your mission statement is, is really important and it may not happen overnight, um, but just start writing down what you believe in and why it's important to you is, is critical. Moving on to our next piece, own your niche and develop a community. This was something that was challenging for me at, at the beginning, um, I, particularly when, you're, when you've lost your job, you try to look to where can you, find, where, where can you get money coming in next. So for me, I, I resulted back to what I knew, which was personal training, boot camp classes. We were doing, living down the, the um, surf coast. So I was creating flyers, printing them out, um, putting them around cafes, trying to connect with cafe business owners around the area, um, doing letter drops. And uh, it worked a tiny bit, but for the amount of energy and effort that went into it, it, it really wasn't that successful. And it was pretty clear to me that the, I was not going to get a full-time wage by continuing what I was doing. So I needed to change uh, my approach. And that old school way was, was, was not working no matter how much I was persisting with it. So it was really clear that I needed to understand that a niche is important. You can't please everyone. And owning a niche in this competitive uh, industry that we're in with, with fitness and health uh, is incredibly important. And it also makes your life a lot easier to um, be specific and talk to your community. And then that can become a byproduct later on where you'll start to 
um, attract similar-minded people at a similar age in their life um, that have a similar goal in mind so their community will start to, to uh, grow. So here, I want this is our next exercise. I want you to list down your top two strengths. As I mentioned, it's a really competitive industry and you need to know what your strengths are what's going to stand out. So when someone's looking around and they're searching to, for someone to solve their problem, why would they appoint you opposed to someone else? So for me, my top two strengths were my people skills, being a personal trainer and a Zoom teacher. I learned working with people at a very young age throughout my whole professional career. So I feel like that's a strength of mine. And another area of my, my strength was my um, coaching ability during, during working in a lot of different environments. So I was able to have a good understanding of athletes that are um, going through a period where they might be injured or they may be lacking in a certain area of their game. So a strength of mine was being able to program and design specifically to what that athlete needs. What is your unfair advantage? Now, this is going to be your... Uh, competitive edge. What is something that you have, like I mentioned earlier, that not everyone has? So for me, as I identified, this was the Hawthorne Football Club experience. Not everyone has worked in the elite level. So that's an unfair advantage for myself. For some of you, that might be you've got 100K in the bank and you're ready to invest that into your business. It might be that you have had a, uh, you've got five years working experience being a videographer. Thank you so much for listening to the Prepare Like a Pro Get Better Plan playlist. If you enjoyed this episode and want access to the whole presentation, you can join our academy for as little as $5 per month. Click the link in our show notes or search for Prepare Like a Pro in the Patreon app. I really appreciate your support. To recommend a guest for a future episode or to discuss advertising your brand on the Prepare Like a Pro platform, email me at jack at preparelikeapro.com. Thanks so much for tuning in.